and welcome to another of my podcast episodes. You are now tuned in to WDGS 333 on your podcast station. I tell you this morning, this morning, this morning, you know, I'm in the midst of the AM. And it's that AM where in the spirit realm, there's a lot of activity that begins to take place with spiritual warriors. And then in the spirit realm of the wickedness in high places, there's also that time frame that things are taking place. But I tell you as I sit here this morning in the AM, and the Lord woke me up at this time, he He ushered my spirit to study on family, friends, and folk. I just want to say, before we get into into this this series, because this this is what the Lord gave to me, that first and foremost, I would like to say how much I truly thank and appreciate each and every one of you for continuing to tune in, to follow me, support me on Instagram, Twitter, as well as Facebook. And I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, the goodness of the Lord, he, he truly maketh the rich and addeth no sorrow. I know some time in my podcast um, <laughs> is um, there's a background noise and, and and because of that reason I tend to insert music to minimize that background noise. I I I, I know it can maybe sometimes be a distraction, and I, and I just got into my podcast and it's something that I can't control. It's like the the compressor, I guess, on on my refrigerator. It kicks on and it kicks off, and it generates such a loud noise. Um, have I complained about it? Yes, I have. But has anything been done about it? No, it has not. But it still operates. So how many of you know that sometimes, even when things make noise, that can be distracting and it can be people? Oh, my God. As long as they're still functionable and as long as they still have the ability to operate sooner or later, just like with that sound on the refrigerator, it, 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 it'll, it'll change. It's going to shut down in a minute and it'll go back to a silent mode. But you know, sometimes that's how I operate. You know, sometimes I'm very engaging and I'm laughing and I'm, I'm, I'm socializing. And then there are other times that I will completely go quiet. And you know, I, I try my best to pattern myself after Christ. How many of you understand that? You don't always have to be engaging like a social butterfly. 
When we say that we have the let this mind be in us that is also in Christ Jesus. How many of you really have taken a journey with Jesus? Oh my God. You know, you know, really and truly, the beginning of the year, the first month of the year, God instructed me to go on a 40-day Jesus journey. That's what I titled it. And I put some mini clips on YouTube. And and then I also had started launching my podcast. I know I didn't have it at the time. But I, I definitely put some clips on YouTube about my 40-day journey with Jesus. And I tell you to have lived all these years and quoted that scripture, let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. I never actually truly, I'm, I'm seeking that word, empathized. You know, sympathy means sorrow and empathy means putting yourself in someone else's shoes. I never taken a empathetic journey with Jesus. How many of you know that you can serve him and truly don't know him? You can go through the worship and the fellowship, but until you can actually let, how do you let a mind be in you that is in Christ Jesus is remember that, you know, just like anything else. You have to think like Jesus. You have to walk like Jesus. You have to talk like Jesus. You know, when, when you mimic someone, you're acting like that person. You know, and oftentimes, and you know with me, I know I can touch base on something, and I know how to hit people. But I, you ever find people, they mimic their bishops, their apostles, their brothers, their sisters in Christ, and, and they can dress the part. They can talk the part. They can pretty much tell you what they're going to say. Because they've learned their behavior and their pattern so much so until they can mimic that person's lifestyle. But how well do you know Jesus? See, because this is what I look for in the character of people's character. When you say that you are a child of God and you walk in the fruits And the fruits now of your spirit. See, my radar is going to go up. And that's what it's going to look for. And then when I don't see it, I start saying, "Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm." People, you know, we're living in a dispensation of time where where this generation of people are wickeder and wiser. And I don't think a lot of us, what I call old schoolers, are really realizing the imperative that when we say we are children of God, how important it is that our conduct is always on display. See, when we let this mind be in us, that is also in Christ Jesus, see, it's going to push you to do one or two things. It's going to draw you closer to Christ. Or, or the word of God or the instructions of God is going to become so tight for your life. It's going to drive you away from Christ. See, that's why I examine people's characters. 
You know, when 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 I see somebody do something good, I watch their I watch their characteristic traits. And when I see people doing falsehood and telling lies, you know my little radar be watching. And then I'll be absorbing and I'll be listening and absorbing everything that is falsehood and deceptive. Because see, one thing I know about lies and deceit, it doesn't generate from God. If you tune into my podcast, uh, the last one, Lies, Lies, and Lies, you will realize that every time my radar go up to check that spirit and I see some, 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 some signs and seepage, you know, even, even when we convert over in our life, how many of you know that how you used to be and what you used to do, there is some signs and seepage that are still bleed through if you don't, if you don't arm yourself likewise in in the word of God. Amen. Amen. Now, I don't want to get too far off of the initial beginning of this series. It's going to be very powerful, very powerful and anointed. Call your sisters, your brothers, spiritually and naturally, your friends, your family, and even your foes, because this series is going to be tight. And let me tell you, God is walking me through it right along with you. You know, there are going to be some element of surprise because the anointing, you don't always know how the anointing is going to lead you as you get engaged in how the Holy Spirit is ministering to you. Oh, my God. See, this I'm not reading from a script. You know, the the younger people call it uh, freestyling. (laughs) But anyway... This is a tight message, and I'm going to tell you why it's been pondering in my heart about having this mind that's also in Christ Jesus. Because the true purpose, the true purpose that I am coexisting and living in this world right now is not about me. See, this is not about me. When God resurrected, and I'm going to say resurrected my life, Well, I could have been dead. I could have been gone. When God resurrected my... See, the purpose of resurrection, oh my God. I hope somebody get this. The purpose of resurrection is to die to who you used to be. See, that old man must stay dead. How do you keep that person dead and the resurrected person alive? And that's why I want to come in with this series. We're going to talk about family, friends, and foe. We need people in this world. We need people. I don't care how much people say, I don't need nobody. See, that's a lie right there. That's a lie right there. Because, see, every time people, the power of your spoken word manifests to me was really resonating on the inside of you. See, that's why the Bible said, by our words, we are justified. By our words, we are condemned. When I see somebody who don't know how to execute, oh my God, the proper manner in how and what they say, when they say it, when you can't filter your mouth, 
at the right time. See, it's a time and season for everything. You know, I'm going to say this right quick when we, since the topic is family, friends, and folk. Get somebody to join in on these podcasts and start getting them to link with you because these podcasts are really moving you into a season. We're getting ready to transition in seasons. How many of you know that? The atmosphere uh, uh, seasonally is getting ready to change. So in in the process of doing that, every season, I I try to guard myself and prepare myself for the transition. You know, the Bible has a wise verse in it. It said, be like the ant. Position yourself before it gets winter. See, we can move around a lot in the the spring and and, and all of us who not affected by the, the the allergies of the pollen and then the summer we can move around as long as we got a little place we can get under a shade tree you know uh, uh drink something cool but when that winter hits you know that's a whole nother season and god lets the fall comes before the winter that we can still work on preparation see because sometimes when when the winter hits If you ever notice this, I'm finna give y'all something to really think on. It's only two times when the universe itself can stand still. That's in the midst of a storm and in the cold of the winter. Think about it. Storms can shut things down. Make people put up barriers. Lock down, put gates. Because the storms in life. Sometimes that's the time we need to shut it down. Tune into God. Cut out some stuff. Cut off the TV. Shut off the radio. Get people out your ear and make preparations. And then there's the cold of the winter. You ever notice that in the northern cities, when it gets so cold in the snow, it'll shut it down. Now in the, in the southern cities, it don't take but a little bit of cold and it'll shut it down. The supermarkets, they they out of water, they out of bread. It can get so cold that stuff shuts down and force you to be still. Oh, my God. I hope somebody got that revelation. See, seasons are for a reason. Preparation is to position. And both of them are very powerful. Don't let the enemy trick you from not tuning in because I'm going to tell you what happened. It's no worse place to be than, than out in the cold. It's no worse place to be than caught in a storm. Oh my God, I hope somebody is connecting with the anointing while it's flowing. I want to share something with you this morning. This series will change your life forever if you grasp it. Now, if you let the enemy trick you to reject it, because the enemy has a tendency to do that. See, don't, don't, you know, the worst thing that we can do as believers, get caught up in the messenger. I've noticed that it's the worst disservice we can do to self, because you don't hurt nobody else. This is affecting you. Don't let the messenger dissuade the information of the message. See, when the Bible talks about the ant and how it goes and collects and store, you think it starts making 
uh, well, I don't know if I should crawl on the ground over here. I don't know if I should go over there. No, the ant just gathers. See, that's why in the Bible it called the ant wise. Because the ant gathers. See, but see, we as a people, we want to pick and choose who can teach us. We want to pick and choose who we want to embrace and absorb stuff that bless our life. See, but I'm going to tell you about our freedom. If my enemy could come and share some truth with me, if it's going to bless my life and cover me from the storms of life and position me from the winter of the weather conditions, guess what? <laughs> I got a scarf for, for every season. And, 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 it, and it's symbolically representative of people. And anybody who I can who can wrap me in some truth. See, let me let me let me please say this to somebody who listening. I never fought against truth. A lot of times people look at me and they they feel I'm so blessed and they think I got this going on and they think I got I don't have nothing that carries me in this world that I can rely on but God. God, when I say God is my refuge and strength, he truly is. See, because I put not trust and confidence in things. Because see, in my life, things always come and go. I've given and I've left behind. I'm not caught up in any stuff and things. It's not that serious. Anybody know me know that it's only one thing that they can tell you about me when it comes to things, I'm a good steward. Whatever God bless me with, I want to take care of it in the right way. How many of you know that when you try to not take care of what God bless you with, he'll remove it. See, so I don't get it twisted. I'm not confused. And see, when the devil comes in, see, this one I'm going to help you. When the devil comes in, he wants you to rationalize and reason with your blessings. And when he do that, if he can get you off track, because he start making stuff and things and lies and deception, your motive, then he's conquered and he's won. Are you tired of the devil winning in your life? Let me encourage you how to eliminate that. Examine your ways. You know, a young lady asked me, and you know, this this is going to be a prelude podcast. This is what the Holy Ghost is letting me know. This is a prelude podcast. I'm not going to get deep into the information because the information is profound. It's deep. And I know it's going to be life-changing. If you let it. See, how many of you know that? God is a gentleman. He gives us free will choices. He's not going to force you to change. See, change is conducive to your desires. That's why the Bible said we delight ourselves in him. He will give us the desires of the, your heart. But let me just say this before I get too far off my point. A young lady asked me last week. She said, you know, it's something about you. You know, I was in a counseling session with her and she said, you know, I feel that your children are strong 
and choices and decision making because you were strong in teaching them. And I said, well, I, 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 I kind of disagree with that. You know, because they was in a relationship situation and they said, but each one of them have a stable relationship. And they said, your children have stable relationships. You've had stable relationships. And, 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 and I just think that they have it because you had it. Because <laughs> I was sharing with them. I was with one person for 23 years. And I said, but you know why I had a stable relationship? I had a stable relationship because we had an understanding on the things that was important. And the things that were important, we addressed those things in a harmony, in a mutual agreement. See, and that's where this series is going to get powerful because we're going to deal in pairs, the number two. See, with family, friends, and folks. I was sitting here when God woke me up and he was dealing with me because, you know, I was ministering to, in myself and, and as God ministered to me and I was praying in my mind and I said, God, you know me, you understand me. I am a person that decent integrity and order and I like to do things decent and in order. And when my atmosphere, see the only control people we can have in this whole world is the four walls we dwell in. Do you understand that? You can go to church every time the doors open, but you don't have no control over that sanctuary. And you can be the pastor and the bishop because if you don't do enough of what the people are looking for, you can empty out your church. That's why I say everybody needs somebody. If people say, I don't need nobody, the devil is lying. They lying to themselves. They need to soul search some things. Because you needed your mother to get here. And she needed your daddy to create you. And then once you came here, you needed your teachers to learn you. You needed your parents to teach you how to walk. You needed your siblings to give you some companionship when your parents went home. And as you got older, you needed your teachers to teach you. You needed your coach to coach you. You needed God to guide you. So, you know, when people say things, I just think they just, they ain't learn how to put filters on their words. Yeah, you do need somebody. You needed that boss man to hire you on that job. You needed your 401k person to explain your money. You needed the bank to deposit your money. You need people. You need the folks at the grocery store to ring up your grocery. Because everybody don't go through self-checkout. And even when you go through there, if you make a mistake, you need the person that helps you. So let's be mindful when people like to say, I don't need nobody. Lies you letting the devil make you tell. Yes, you do. We all need somebody at some point in time. Try go living on an island. If you ever seen Gilligan Islands, even them, they were not there by themselves and they was very challenged. But just be out there by yourself. So people, let's really tune in and guard our mouth. That's what I was getting ready to say. I was going to tell you about what the young lady said. But you know, one of the things that I admired about an individual, they never spoke a lot of times. At first it used to burn me up. And uh, 
They were so, they was very reserved in their words. And at first, I thought it was a weakness until I had to practice it. See, when God started dealing with me about myself, he said, you need to put a filter on your mouth. Everything that come up in your head don't need to come out your mouth. And if you don't learn better, you don't have self-control. But see, I thought, I thought, it's me thinking that, I was smarter than, than academically than this person. And see, that's why we're going to deal in this series on pairs or two. But God showed me at the point when I was no longer engaged with that person, he said to me, that was the stronger person. See, when the enemy can bind your strong man. So I said, okay, God, how was they stronger than me? He said, because they knew how to bridle their tongue. Oh, my God. See, strength is not exclusive to your physical strength. Even in our spiritual walk, it's not about how much knowledge we have. It's not about how many people we can stand before and excite. Because I'm going to tell you something about exciting people. Even in the mass ministries, we as a people, we like to be entertained. Entertainment is one of the most highly paid industries in the world. We like to be entertained by sports. We like to be entertained by singing. We like to be entertained by words. But see, can you place your spirit quiet in the same time that you give to be entertained? Oh my God. See, now that's a challenge to a lot of people. If you see just just, just just, do like Jesus, go on a 40-day journey, and just shut off from the TV, shut off from social media. People get to acting like you, looking at me like I'm losing my mind. But the Bible said, let this mind be in you that's in Christ Jesus. Can you really walk that journey with Jesus? See, I, I experienced that because I needed that to be on my spiritual muscle. And like I said, I've been resurrected for a purpose. And the purpose is not my stuff and my things. The purpose is, let me tell you what God said. Okay, I'm going to give you another chance. Now, just how quick I could have took your life when your heart rate was 220. You woke up that day and you didn't realize that that was going to happen. Because when you woke up that morning, you didn't see it. So I never lose track that today could be the last day. See, I can wake up, I'm talking to you right now, but before the nightfall, I don't know what may occur because I didn't recognize it. That's why I be mindful to be honest. That's why I be mindful to be straight up. That's why I be mindful to walk up right. That's why I get vexed in my spirit real quick when people don't do right. Because they don't understand. Do you understand? This can be your last moment. And just like one time, my granddaddy got sick. He called me in the room. He had recently had a surgery, and he was staying with me, you know, doing his recovery. And he told me, I heard him call me three times. I had got off from work and laid down, got my children off the school. And when I realized he was calling me, when I ran in the room, I said, you okay, daddy? He said, I'm getting ready to die. He said, I'm going to die today. 
I said, oh, no, 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 oh, no. And I don't know what came over him. Because, you know, when growing up now, let me just say this right quick. Because, you know, my granddaddy used to crack me up sometimes. He used to call him. He used to always say that, though. He used to call him. I'm going to die one day. Which we all know that. But he would used to declare it. So I used to think since he said it so much, surely he was going to die young. Because, you know, people say what you say. That's what. And, you know, my grandmother would never say nothing. And he used to say, because I'm going to die after a while. And I kept waiting for that after a while. So I just felt we could have our way in the house. You know, my granddaddy gone, because my grandma was, would let us do more things. <laughs> but, you know, he, he used to speak it, but my granddaddy lived to be 88 years old. He smoked cigarettes his whole time I knew. He took a drink, a shot. He had little shot glasses every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And so that diffused the fact what people said smoking and drinking. This man lived 88 years old. He rode a bicycle all the way up until the end, okay? As well as drive a car. But he rode his bicycle, was in good shape, didn't have no stomach. I'm just saying, genetically, the bloodline, and that's what we're going to come in this series, it carries some weight, too, in the family, the friends, and the folk. We're going to talk about some things that are generational, familiar spirits. This is going to be a tight series, and I, I want everybody to share with somebody to tune in to this teaching because it's going to open your eyes to some questions in life. You've been asking God for years and years, and I've been asking God. But see, I'm in a place of peace in my life because I pay who I owe. I go where my money take me. And I don't need to to infiltrate myself in any situation that's going to create discomfort. I'm good. And it can come from my family, friends, or folks. I'm good. I'm not mad at nobody in the world. I'm good. And so, how did I get to this place? Because I kept hearing the young lady I talked to in counseling last week. I got to this place through the word of God. That's why I, I want to encourage people the importance of knowing what God say, not what people say. See, if we keep our eyes fixed on people, we'll fall. Mega ministry pastors have fallen. What left the congregation? Put your eyes on Jesus. Let this mind be in you that's in Christ. And what Christ had to do sometimes, he had to, he had to get quiet. He had to go to his father. He went away from the people. You know, I'm going to leave you with this before I get started in these podcasts. And I, I don't have particular days. You know, the first three books of the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that's where God began to start me out. Because when I began to, to talk to God about this, and like I said, I wrote, I wrote this title last week. And he kept impressing upon me and he shifted me. He gave me one day family, friends, and folk. Then the next day he came and said, holy faith. I need you to build up your holy faith. So I said, mm. Then the third day he gave me another title. And I wrote all three of them down on my little notepad. But when I woke up this morning, the first, he woke me up. The first three books of the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We're going to journey through those in pairs 
of two types of spirit. We're going to talk about two types of spirits. When we talk about family, there's a natural family and there's a spiritual family. When we talk about friends, there's what I call fair weather friends. You know, those those friends that come when the weather is fair. <laughs> my Lord. But when things are not going so good, you can't find them. Oh, my God. I don't know if anybody can relate to that. But I call those fair weather friends. Because you only see them when the weather is good. But in the midst of the storm, mm, my God, those friends may become few. And I tell you how you know the difference. Need some help. Need somebody to help you when you're in the midst of the storm. God will really show you who your true friends really are. See, them fair weather friends, I'm going to tell you about them. They'll have every excuse in the world when you need them. But when they need you, because I don't have this experience, they will call on you and you can tell them, well, I'm standing out here in the storm with an umbrella. And you know what they'll do is say, well, I got a question for you. See, people think friendship is exclusive to money. Friendship is really bonded greatly by your time that you render. And people can call you and suck up. If you got 24 hours in a day, sometimes your friends can try to suck 28 out of them. But you can call and ask them for one favor for three hours. And they done sucked that 28 hours of your life pretty much every day for 365 days of the year. But they don't want to be there for you. See, I call them fellow friends. I ain't mad at them. <laughs> I'm not mad at them. But I recognize them. See, so sometimes, even though I, we, 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 I, I, I talk about being on that island, sometimes I sit amongst people, but I do feel that way because my friends get few. You understand that? Sometimes your friends get few. And see, we're going to talk about this in this series and how you get past that point of pain when your family and your friends a few and your foe. And let me let me give you let me give you the definition of a foe. A foe is a representative of your enemy. When your family and friends are few, but your foe is many. Mm. This series is gonna be dynamic. And like I said, the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding and directing me. I, I, I'm, I'm not on a script, I'm freestyling. So just, just continue to, to encourage me through your prayers and your support, and I appreciate it. Uh, like I said, we're going to work in pairs because with friendships, you have good friends. You have good friends. You know, even that song, people say, what a friend we have in Jesus. But I want to talk about how the pairs come into play. Because even with friendship, like I said, you have fair weather friends. And then you have friends that'll stay closer to you than a brother. Oh, my God. The foes, you got natural foes that come through people. Those are natural foes. 
That's your enemies that are planted. Oh my God. See, they are planted in your life for purpose. And then you have enemies of the spirit wind, which is spiritual wickedness from high places. Continue to follow my podcast in this series. This thing is going to be powerful. I feel it. And I hope you are already grabbing a hold of the anointing as it moves. We're getting ready to move into a marvelous Monday. Do have a marvelous day. You know, when we when we get into this series, we're going to really dissect some things that's been going on. We're going to talk about how you've been abandoned by family and friends. We're going to talk about the adversity of your foes, your bad counsel, being a friend, a true friend versus being a fake friend. And what do you do when you have fake friends? We're going to talk about best friends and the difference between that and friendship. We're going to talk about love and trust. We're going to talk about bad influence. And that can come from family and friends. But we're going to deal with things in pairs. Because the power in the number two. Sometimes that number can have two titles, a negative and a positive. And I'm giving it to you as God gave it to me just a few minutes ago. Now the condensation of the number two, it can be a symbolic meaning of both a union and a division. It can symbolize humanity and God. You and God. You and other people. Love and hate. Rich and poor. Up and down. Harmony and confusion, peace and war, balance and imbalance. That number two can be a powerful number. And that's why the Bible, the scripture came to me. Two is better than one. But you got to make the better out of the two. Oh, my God. Mm. You got to make the better out of that pair. See, the pair connects together. Two in itself in separate entities can be a good thing or not so good. Because if that number two, one is truthful, one is lie. One is negative, one is positive. One is real, one is fake. You know, you got to distinguish the number two to bring it into fruition to equal a pair. See, a pair connects. So I'm going to conclude this is saying, that's why I said to the young lady, you know, I didn't have a long-term relationship because it was always uh, divinely orchestrated. That's why when people say God did something, I'm I'm really looking. I'm looking for the sincerity of the God in what you say. And it's going to show up in your conduct and your character. Because, see, I know what it's like on the flip side. Because I've dealt with the flip side. I endured it only for this reason. The number two became powerful in our understanding. Not because it was perfected. 
So I told a young lady last week, I said, you know, the things that mattered most to us, we always stayed in agreement on. And we made sure it, that consistency never changed. Now, that was one thing I didn't agree on that I know nobody else wouldn't agree on. And that's infidelity. But outside of that, when you want to make a relationship work, what I was telling the young lady, because she was saying, you know, she's never been married and, and she don't know if she'll have a successful relationship. And she was basing her feelings on on the things she saw with my, myself and my children. And I came to a place to agree to disagree because she made a, a valid point to me. And then I began to think about my grandmother and granddaddy. And she said, see, your environment could have been why you have that stability. But see, I still wanted to beg to differ because I said relationship takes some foundational meaning to work. I said, it takes a made-up mind on what matters. And I say this to a lot of young ladies. You can live and balance and not be in love with somebody and live with them to death do you part. If you if you base it upon the foundation of what you say is the purpose of the relationship. See, when you know the truth when you're going in something, you know what you're looking for to be in it. So I went in it for one reason and one reason only. And they came in it for a reason. So we stayed true to our reasons why we were connected. So the fallout didn't come. Now, when people see now, I, I was telling the young lady, but that's that's when I was in a different lifestyle. That's before God resurrected me. So now my purpose is, is a God purpose. So when you are in a God purpose, all that other stuff, when you seek the kingdom, will be added unto you. So when it's added unto you, what you get to the place to realize is you start seeing God. And when you don't see God and you start seeing the devil, See, then, you see, because the Bible says in these latter days, there will be false prophets. There will be people that talk about God, and they will fool the very elect. Have I been fooled before? Yes, I have. By people who, who talk about God. And, and when I got fooled, you know what people did? They talked about me. <laughs> but let me just say this to you. God, when God got his hand over your life, nobody can, can, they can, they can deceive you going in, but God will cover you and bring you out. How many of you believe that? They can deceive you coming in, but God will deliver you coming out. You have a beautiful blessed day in the Lord. And as always, may the blessings from the Lord flow, flow, flow down through your life. Meet all of your needs, all of your good wants, the things you want in a good way, and all the things that your heart desires as you delight yourself in God. Not in yourself, not in people, but in God. 
I want us to break some strongholds in these series. I want us to get positioned because we are in a war. We are warring against the time we have left on this earth. We are warring with a spirit that is trying to take control of our children and this new generation. We are warring for our souls of our grandkids. Don't miss out. It's time to turn it over. Ask God to purge you. Break down some of those strongholds. Let some of your old ways go. It's going to bless your life. Because if you held on to them, and like I used to tell people, you know, when, 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 when we hold on to our old ways so long and we keep getting the same results, that should be a clue. It's time to change. You can't keep going into a relationship, like I told a lady, the same way you used to go in one because you saw the results. Somewhere you, 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 you was making the same mistakes. It's time to change. And I tell people about me, if you can't adapt to change, you don't need to try to get in no relationship. Don't try to move in, hook up with, get with, get by yourself. And I shared this with a lady, another young lady. Get by yourself, to yourself, and stay to yourself. If you're not willing to humble and adjust and change, that's that's back to that pair. You need to be by yourself. Don't draft somebody from a peace and harmony in their lives if you're not ready to be real in a relationship. It's some give and take. If you're looking for joy and love and peace and happiness, don't look for it through somebody. Look for it through you because you're going to need to bring it to see it. Amen. You can't look for joy and peace and happiness unless you walking with it in you. You don't you don't you don't get that from somebody else. You connect with somebody that has it. But you have to have it too. Amen. Amen. All right, you have a beautiful blessed day in the Lord. And as always, may you continue to prosper and be in good health even as your soul prosper. Peace out and God bless.